0: Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hannah. We're continuing our summer programming this week, and so a few more of Accent of Women's snapshots. For listeners that don't remember, snapshots was a series of radio features with women who had recently come to Australia from different countries. We produced a double CD set of 19 stories back in 2011. So while most of us are enjoying the festive holiday season, these snapshots remind us that war continues throughout the world, producing refugees such as these women that you'll hear now. And most importantly, these snapshots remind us that the fight continues and people are still surviving.
1: i Daisy um, I've been here like six, going to seven years. I'm from Liberia. Because of several war, like war being in my country like 14, 15 years, so the Australian government decided to help us to get a better life here. You know, giving like, um, I don't know, family benefit, giving assistance with her rent and when I came newly I was not working. I was in Africa Coast in 1990 and 2003, I went to Guinea, and where well, I left and I travelled to Australia. We did a survey and the Australian government needed us, you know, help us and we here. Oh, it was horrible and terrible, you know that, yeah, because walking by land, no food and, you know, no water. It was bad, but, you know, gradually, by the grace of God, we survived. It was like, you know, different, different family, maybe your family, other people, you know, different, different, I don't know how many thousands of people, children, you know. Mm-hmm. With a family, yeah, walking. We bundle off, you know, <laughs> clothes or whatever, wherever, dark may come out. We sleep there, we, you know, the next day, we pick up again. In Avril we stayed for a little while, like, refugee camp and later we found places like you know little maybe two room or three room apartment you know do it by yourself now we really something like this you know you and your family go in but guinea we were in the tent for for january i don't know the when you know it was a long time but later we found our own place and we make place where we were sleeping yep. Oh yeah, I was happy. I don't know. After the interview, I had some drink. Like you know, I was here. Yeah, it was it was so exciting. I was very happy, you know, to see myself here yeah, with better life going on. Oh yeah, I work like processing worker. Yeah, like there's a chicken factory. In <laughs> Inham. Yeah, that way I work It's better, you know see pack some chicken, all other stuff, take it to the supermarket, course cool, so it a we world, you know. That where they produce and we pack there and the trolley, you know. Yeah. Oh, like, for me, bike home and doing the war, it made me strong and now I'm still strong. Hmm, in Guinea, yeah, I have, not family, but I still have a relative, but I have my dying in Liberia. Most of, the, most of the time we talk. It's all about working and you can make better life. It's better here than when I think about the past, back home. There, sometimes you don't have food. Sometimes, you know, I think about those that are there now, how they manage it, they don't have any money overseas, you know. They have to struggle hard, They finally go can't go back to school. And, but here it's better.
2: I got to Australia with my parents. Um, my mother applied for skilled immigrant and she got it and we can all came here. Well everyone has to take a medical test and my mother has to take assessment in her education while well, she got assessed on her education and her experience. And Melbourne looks like a country town um, in areas far away from city. It's quite different from China. In China, every, everywhere is very busy and you get apartments and many people. <laughs> I spent my first night in my master's friend's house. She lives far away from city, so I think it's really a country town house. <laughs> I try to participate in as many as activities that I can. I get involved in school activities, assembly, performance, and I also get involved in many forums sometimes I go to universities to see what's going on I do everything that is available I did a voluntary work in a cell store it wasn't very busy but I gained a lot because I feel like I help people and I feel happy I only have one auntie here and the others including my grandparents, my cousins, they are all in my old country. The main thing that I missed my old country is the people that I know there. My relatives, my friends, even my teachers, I miss them. I used to see Australia on TV a lot and it was all about kangaroos or Kerala and many beautiful places. And I dream a lot about going to Australia. But the main reason why I came here was because of my mother. Why my mother chose here? It was because of me. Because she thinks Australia can offer me a good education and I will have many opportunities to develop my career. There's a less population here, which is less competitive compared to China. Sometimes you find racism and you find yourself not accepted. This is a main issue, I think. Many people try to deny it, but I still find it exists in everywhere, including in my school. In school, you find international students hard to get inside the mainstream community. If you try to be friends with the local people, international students don't talk to you. You find yourself hard to be connected with both parties. I was homesick at the first time, but eventually I guess better because I make new friends here. We gradually become more and more comfortable. I love the freedom. You have the freedom to speak, to speak out for yourself. In China, if you say something, that is against the government, you, you might be sent to jail and your career will be nothing. Of course, you want a life that you have the freedom to, to speak and do whatever you want. Because I define success as doing things that I want to. I think I can be more successful in Australia in this way.
3: My name is Miriam and I'm coming from Sierra Leone in Liberia. My mom is from Sierra Leone and dad from Liberia. And I've been here six to seven years now. We fled from um, Liberia during the war in 96 and then we came to Sierra Leone. We didn't know why they were fighting but yeah, it was really brutal. We had so many deaths, we had so many raping going on, so we were so we were so afraid of, you know, losing our lives or being raped, so we had to run away. Um, we witnessed several um, incidents, and it was pretty scary, but by the grace of God, we survived it. So when it came down a little bit, we decided to pull out. There was a um, ship that came to Liberia, you know, transferring people to Sierra Leone, so we had to jump on that ship. We went to Freetown. We were stopped for four days. We were on the water, because they thought they were all rebels on the ship. So, yeah, it was a pretty hard experience. We had cholera breakout on the ship. We had storm. We just thought the ship was going to sink, you know. It was rainy, everyone got wet on the ship. Over four or five hundred, you know, we just bunched together because everybody wanted to get, get away from Liberia. So they didn't care who, how many, you know, just trying to pull people out as much as they can. because we're running away from war and then we came into another country that war break out not even a year because we came 96 and around 97 another war in in Sierra Leone so it was brutal I saw people being amputated I saw their bodies I jumped over their bodies so it was horrible 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 experience I was 13 years old when I went to Sierra Leone I was with my dad because my mom, we got missing from my mother, and then my brother and my two sisters. Yeah, we couldn't find them. So we had to leave because we've been looking for them until, yeah, it was so tough we had to leave. So I just came with my dad and my three brothers at that time. We came as refugees, and thank God my dad was, you know, really hardworking, caring parent. You know, so he had to pull us out of the camp and we went to the city and started school. Unfortunately, we got the news that our mother passed because um, not hearing from us for years, she took, you know, ill and uh, the frustration and everything and she passed. We got the news, I think, 2006, December. At that time we were already here. We came 2005 and 2006 we got the news. I have an ongoing course and I'm hoping to do another study through the um, spectrum, MRC, which is going to start, I think, by the end of this month. Yeah, and then that's what I love doing. I just want to work with the community. You're not gonna lie that you miss home. Yeah, even though what we've been through, though, it, it, it's there, it's the homesickness comes sometimes, especially when you know that you have a huge past, you know, like mom got you know, you know, and my brother too died and few relatives over there. You still got that flashback. We're grateful to Australia for accepting us honestly because back home there's no future. You can't wake up in the morning and say, I want to achieve my dreams. There's nothing like that. So with Australia opening their hands to us and making us to have choices, we got lots of opportunities. We are so blessed to be here, and it's a great thing.
4: First, in 1990, we we were living in Kuwait uh, when the war started. After the war, we couldn't uh, live there. My husband lost his job and my children couldn't go to the public school, so we had no money to live. We tried to come to Australia on a skilled migrant visa. Uh, but we couldn't get it because we did not have enough english and it was hard to to bring eight children with us in order to get education for my children we went to iraq but the life was very difficult when saddam was in power we were not allowed to own a house or a car anyway My my children did study and graduate. The war happened again in Iraq in 2003. After the the war, Palestinians were in target for murder and kidnapping. On 17th of March, 2006, 25 people from our neighbors were killed by unknown groups of militia. Also, girls were subject to rape. So we we felt scared, and we went to Jordan, but Jordanian government did not allow us to enter. We stuck between borders for four days in desert with nothing. We had to return back to Iraqi borders. We stayed there for Two months. Iraqi soldiers and American soldiers helped us. The life was very difficult. After that, Syrian government offered us to come to Syria. We went there but we were surprised that we had to live in tents, in deserts, with very bad conditions, rain and storms. The conditions were unfit even for animals, but something is better, better than nothing. We lived in tents for six months. After that, they built us a very small houses to live. The life was so difficult without school and job. We did hunger strike for one month. It did work, and re- resettlement countries started to come and take people out of that camp. We chose Australia because it's a very nice country and has good weather.
1: إحنا اخترنا أستراليا لأنه من أول إحنا حابين نيجي على أستراليا لأن أستراليا يعني بيعرف إنه بلد يعني منيح كويس للمعيشة والناس <تصفيق>
4: First, when we arrived to Australia, we got off the airplane. And when we went to the airport, uh, I, I saw many groups of people who I, I've ever met them before. Uh, I was surprised. There were many people welcomed us and they took us to their houses. My feeling was very, like, I had feel of happiness and I was so happy. They stayed in their house till we, we got houses to rent. They they provide us ev everything, food and drink and they were taking us to the park and because it was holiday.
1: Very, very
5: good, yeah.
1: Um, well,
4: I found difficult in life in Australia because uh, my language. I can't speak English very well, but my children and my husband uh, can can speak English. They didn't find any difficult. Everything is okay, and I went to school. I, I, I'm trying to learn English I feel that my English is getting better. We, I'm having lots of friends and new friends. I visit them they visit me. We usually went together to a park or and to the beach. actually when, when, when I when I went to the beach, I felt myself I'm in my country, Palestine. The most thing I miss is my family, my father, my sisters, my brothers, my other children. Like my father, my sisters, and my brothers in Jordan. I have another sister and brother in Saudi Arabia, and my sister in Gaza, Palestine. I have daughter in Iraq. I have son in Yemen. I have son and daughter in Jordan. It's been 14 years, I, I have not seen them. I really miss all
1: my family.
5: My name is Olive. I'm from Sierra Leone, West Africa. I was in the refugee camp here in Ghana and it was not an easy journey coming all the way from Sierra Leone to Ghana because I don't even know how to get there was a boat coming so you just come you don't even look for your family or anybody just maybe find yourself on the boat see you alone when you look in the boat you don't see your family and as the boat was going to Ghana, that's how we went to Ghana. Some of us have to leave our relatives back and everything is different. <laughs> it's like I'm um, being a newborn again. you have to start all over again. everything from the beginning and yeah, but I'm coping now as time is going on. We have a community that was formed here in in Melbourne in the Sevalin community Slack up. We usually meet I think Multicultural Hub. We form a group which we meet every fortnight to do our culture I like that, teaching one another the songs we used to do there and dancing sometimes we we can do performances, sing, like singing. Call the group and Kankele. Kankele means coming together, unity. We are mostly from Liberian and Sierra Leone here. Because Liberia and Sierra Leone is almost like the same culture, everything. We eat the same food. We some of the dialects in Liberia are in Sierra Leone. Some of the women are Liberians and some Sierra Leoneans. When I came and my niece, who was here, um, she was working in the factory and when I arrived nearly, we were living together, so she took me to this factory and I was doing part-time job at this factory. Before, I did the um, certificate two and three in children's services. But I'm still in the factory looking for <laughs> something to do. two sons. Yeah. Mm, I miss them so much. <laughs> I was trying, I was filing for them, but because of the age, they are over 18, they are in their 20s, so it was difficult for me. They rejected me, I tried about two times, um, so I'm really missing them because I wanted for them to join me as a family. <laughs> yeah. They are living with friends at the moment, and. Um, Um um they are studying. Yeah, I'm the one that is responsible for them. For their studying. It's difficult now to even for the for refugees to come now to Australia. I don't know what's the problem. Um most people when we file, when they file, they reject them. I don't know what's the problem now. We have most opportunities to, like, for the our studies. If you want to learn, you can learn at any time. There is no, no time to waste. You can learn.
0: That was a selection of Accent of Women snapshots, a double CD set of 19 stories of women who had recently come to Australia from other countries. Snapshots was produced by me, Giselle Hanna, with the support and assistance of Juliet Fox from 3CR, and the CDs were released in 2011. And that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again, or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. And that's the digit three, not spelt out in letters. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hannah, and I look forward to your company again next week.